What's up, people? My name is Anthony, and welcome to the What's On Your Mind podcast. I'm going to put the disclaimer right off the bat that this is a very serious topic to me and the people that I've talked about before making this episode. And I'm always going to talk about serious issues, but this is one I've literally been thinking about for months, even before I started the podcast, just because of how important I feel this is and how careful I wanted to talk about this as a black man, because I'm not a woman. I'm not a black woman. And at at the end of the day, I'm not going to fully understand the experiences that they may have while I do share similarities. And I've talked to black women about this conversation. I've talked to white people about this conversation who actually have seen that what I'm talking about is the truth and it actually happens. So you see the title of this episode. It is the underrepresentation and underappreciation for slim and or darker toned women in the media and in life in general. And. It's really disrespectful to view that black men are the main ones a part of this issue. And that's why I wanted to put that disclaimer that as a black man talking about this, I need to be very knowledgeable and very careful about what I say so I won't end up being disrespectful and taking away the point I'm trying to make. That is why I went to slim and darker toned black women, skin brown or skinny brown skinned women and got their viewpoints on this to make sure that one, it's okay for me to even talk about this as a black man, but also understand that they feel similarly. And again, I want to express that the fact that I mainly see black men a part of this issue is very disappointing. We're going to take it from an artist's perspective first and what the media puts out there. You can make the argument that some of their music isn't just as good as others, which is fine. But what's true about a lot of women who rap and who aren't hip hop is that they talk about very similar things. They talk about being who they are, expressing their body, showcasing their body however way they want to, and what they choose to do in their lives. There is no reason why artists like Flo Millie, Normani, Mona Leo don't get the push that Megan Thee Stallion, Lotto, um, artists like them get the type of push that they do. And what's very similar about Megan Thee Stallion and Lotto is that they have visually appealing bodies to the majority of people and the standard of beauty that they have being thick women and being just thick enough in the right places it's what's okay and what's accepted and other artists like Nicki Minaj talked about in the past how even Lil Wayne great friend of hers she said even when he made the joke it was a joke and she understood that but even Lil Wayne pressured her to have a different body being in the music industry. She was in an interview and she expressed how Lil Wayne had a lot of women in the studio who were thick women and he told her that you need to look like this to be successful in the rap industry. And she said that affected her a lot because he told her that her body wasn't enough. 
And the very sad part is that he wasn't wrong. And the type of image and the type of body you need to have in hip hop as a woman to succeed is the body that, of a Nicki Minaj, of a of Lotto, of a Megan Thee Stallion. And that's not okay. Again, you could say Megan Thee Stallion is a better artist than Normani, than Flo Millie, than Glorilla. It's totally okay. If they all talk about similar or the same things, then they should be put forth to the media and pressed and showcased as much. Glorilla is a perfect example on how she's recently blowing up with songs on TikTok and just the music she makes. And she's literally had to express that people are telling her she needs surgery. Asking her why hasn't she got a BBL yet. Sending her hate because she's okay in her body. And that, that disgusts me. Because again, we know, at least from my personal view, who's the main problem of this. And you take the exact reverse of artists such as Ice Spice, who has the complete, almost opposite body type of Glorilla, and she gets praised like she's one of the best artists in the world. And again, I like the song. I like uh, Ice Spice music, and Ice Spice is a beautiful woman, but for her to be praised just because she's thick and she got a cosign from Drake, but then Glorilla, she's getting hate because she doesn't want surgery, that's just unfair. And it's not their fault. I don't want to put the mistake out there that I'm blaming the artist for this. It's not their fault at all. They would tell you that it's a problem. Megan Thee Stallion has literally mentioned in her recent music that she wants to get out her label. There's been history in labels forcing their women artists to do things and be a certain way for the money. Lotto expressed on her recent album that there was a male artist who didn't want to clear the feature of his because she wouldn't have sex with him. And she said that it almost didn't get cleared at all. And even when it got cleared, she didn't want to release the song because of that male artist putting her through that. But she said she liked the song so much and she worked so hard on it. She felt it would be a disservice to her and the fans that she didn't release it on her project. So she did. And she didn't even out the guy who did this, which I personally 100% feel that she should have. But at the end of the day, it's unfortunately taboo or... You're not so supposed to talk about that in the industry, even though it's out there. And that's just disrespectful. And again, most I'm pretty sure all the artists on Lotto's album that were featured, all the black or all the men were black. So one of those, a black man made her feel uncomfortable because she wouldn't have sex with them. It's it just aggravates me to talk about because that's not how anyone should be treated. Again, I've made it very clear and it's very obvious I don't personally identify as a black woman and there are some things I'm not going to experience. But I've been bullied and made fun of for being small. I've been in relations with someone who only used me for one other thing, that thing being sex. And that, that, those things hurt because it makes you feel like you're not enough. And you question why wasn't I enough? Why is only this the thing that they see about me, good or bad? And I want to tell a message for black women as a black man, those, matter of fact, I'm gonna stop calling, those are not men. The guys 
who express that, oh, I only date certain women. I can't date them if they not thick or if they skinny or whatever. Those aren't real men. And I would tell that. And I have told that to my own male friends who said stuff like that. That's not what a real man is. Those aren't the qualities a real man shares. A real man, first of all, keeps stuff to themselves. <laughs> like, if you go feel that way, then there's no need to express it. Nobody really know, needs to know your business anyway. But real men make the women in their lives their top priority. Their moms, their wives, their future daughters, they make them the top priority and they protect them no matter what. Guarantee, and I, I again, I guarantee the men I know who have talked about certain women, certain black women, if you said, if you even looked at their mother a certain way, they would want to hurt you. And rightfully so. You should protect the women in your family, but you should not turn around and talk about another woman or disrespect another woman for your own personal gain. That's not that's never going to be right to me. And the problem happens with slim women and with darker toned women. And that's why I want to give light to both, because I've had many dark skinned friends and many dark skinned friends who are women express that they were treated differently because of the color and darker tone of their skin. I had someone, I had a conversation with someone a few months ago about a sorority that's rumored, that was rumored, previously rumored to not accept darker tone women and that they'll make them have bags over their heads or do certain things extra to try and prove themselves just to throw them under the bus. And again, I can't express how disgusting that is to do that to another person, to other black women as well because i'm pretty sure when the person who i talked to expressed that it was a black sorority it's just they didn't accept dark-skinned women and hopefully that's not the case anymore i don't personally remember the sorority that she mentioned and even if i did i wouldn't want to out them because that's not my goal if i don't know all the facts and what irritated me is that when i asked her because i remember asking her what is this sorority and like where'd you hear this from and she didn't want to tell me because she said pretty much i would get threatened by that by the greeks or the sorority if i did and that is the main problem one as a future journalist to tell me information that needs to be talked about to tell me that i can't express it because i'll be threatened that's the problem with the world secondly this is why the problem is as bad as it is because no one talks about it the, pe- the right people don't talk about it. Black men don't talk about it. That's the issue. They don't own up to the fact that they're the ones that pushes the, the agenda. And again, black women, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect on this world. I'll say that and I'll always say that because I'm always going to try and be as objective as possible. But when you see... When you're part of the problem and you see the problem and you don't speak about it, that's how things get worse. And it really, really angers me because I have family, I have an older sister, I have a mom, I have female friends who have been through things, who have been treated a certain way by other black men. And I hate that I can't I can't do anything about it because I love to protect and help the people I care about in any way possible. But some things is just out of your control. And some things were out of their control that they couldn't stop. They couldn't stop the bullying they got for being skinny. They couldn't stop the bullying they got for being fat. They can't 
always do something about feeling insecure, not waking up feeling like you look the best that day. And for you to take that and use it as a weapon, I can never respect someone like that. And again, I will tell anybody that to their face, on the phone, whoever needs to hear it, that is not okay. And you are wrong for that. I've heard the excuse that they do it because women have done done it to them and it's like they get back. Not only is that childish, life, life could not go on if everybody treated everybody with revenge. Should treat people how you want to be treated. Because I've heard men, people, even I, people who I even call my friends say that if a woman did what they did to them, then they would be upset. Like they're, they have cheated on a woman, but if they get cheated on, it's, they'll fight them or it's a problem. And I look at them very differently to this day. And I'll just leave that there because, again, I don't want to ever use my platform to out people. That's not my place, especially without proof and especially not to burn bridges that aren't necessarily time to burn right now. But you can ask anybody who knows me closely, especially my male friends. I express very or I used to express very confidently that it's not okay how black men and how they treat black women. And the only reason I stopped is because we got into an argument because I called one of my friends out on how weird it was. They always talked about cheating on their girl with another with multiple women. And I got sick and tired of it for the hundredth time. And I called him out on it. And they told they made a point that I had to agree with. They said, it's my life. You keep telling me this is not going to change how I am. So there's no point. I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So I stopped. What I'm never going to stop doing is talking about it. If they don't want to hear it, cool. But I'm going to express the fact that black men are the main ones a part of this issue and it needs to stop. The media is one thing. The media is one problem. And it's sad that in this world, it's very, very, very hard to change the perspective of media because certain things get views, clicks, money, etc. And it, you can't do it alone. But what can happen is black men stop being part of the problem. Most races date in their own race. So the problems that these women express are from people who look like them. Artists and people who are darker toned or skinny or slim, they're not pushed by other men. Men run these corporations, men run these industries, and they're the ones that are putting our women, especially our black women down. And I'm gonna end this I usually try to end on a lighter note, but I'm going to keep it serious because this is something that has irritated me for a long time. It's going to forever irritate me because it's not OK. And again, I want to say to black, the black women who are listening to this and the ones who helped make this episode possible and helped me talk about this. Thank you for being on this earth. Thank you for being who y'all are. Y'all are some of the most amazing people and y'all are also some of the most disrespected people, especially black queer women. That's a whole nother conversation. So I thank y'all for listening. I, again, I thank black women for who y'all are. This world wouldn't be anything without women, period. And especially black women, y'all have gone through so much and y'all stay resilient and y'all continue to be amazing in y'all own ways. Thank y'all. And I hear from y'all later.